we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for June 13th, 2017, and uh, covering some current events today. First report is entitled, George Soros Letter Reveals Globalist Planned to Destroy the First World by Eliminating National Borders with Global Migrant Blitzkrieg Invasion. And we covered a lot of this in the uh, previous study as well, but this is just... <laughs> It's so in your face what they're doing. It's probably the most overt agenda on the planet by the New World Order right now taking place. It is the most calculated yet in your face agenda um, to glorify and protect evil and then at the same time demonizing anyone that would dare speak against it in any way, shape, or form. And finally, some people in Europe and in america are finally getting the memo i'm not saying there's nobody that's gotten the memo but more on there, there there is there are uprisings now of people that are finally getting this and now starting to push back which is which is a good sign uh this starts out as saying the as the left continues to battle for america's soul its greatest champions are going full out in an attempt to turn the tide in any way they can even if it means destroying the country one of the vilest among them is billionaire George Soros, who now seeks to demolish the country that gave him his riches along with its allies. As reported by Breibart London, Soros recently publicly confirmed that yes, he seeks to essentially wipe out all European borders following an accusation made last week by the Prime Minister of his birth country, Hungary, Viktor Orban, who unlike Soros actually has to deal with the tens of thousands of second and third world migrants streaming into his country and other European nations. While Soros lives free of such inconveniences in his $10 million mansion, castle, slash castle outside of New York City. In recent days, Orban has accused Soros of deliberately encouraging the migrant crisis now engulfing the continent. He said, uh, Orban said, this invasion is driven on the one hand by people smugglers, which we got into extensively in, in the last study where they're literally, I mean, we were literally tracking their GPS coordinates of these boats going back and forth between Africa and I believe it was uh, Sicily, and they were just offloading them, going back for more uh, through these NGOs, and it's all being sanctioned by basically the United Nations, these non-governmental organizations, George Soros, it's, it's, it's a calculated invasion, and they're literally being recruited um, by ISIS, by the most radical elements of Islam, you know, to come there, and basically, you know, if they come there, they're being said, well, okay, here, you're going to get a free pass. You won't even have to pay your way. So, they're already Muslims anyway, and many of them are already radicalized anyway, so there's really no disincentive for them not to come, especially if they're coming from a third world country into a place like Europe, which has a much higher living standard. But as they pour in more, and as Islam infiltrates that living standard is going to continue and continue to drop. But again, this is the main one of the main goals, not only to get everybody to cry mercy regarding all the Muslims pouring in and all the suicide attacks and all of the rapes and the pillaging and the killing and the stealing, but to also create an ultra, ultra rich class and an ultra, ultra poor class and eliminate the middle class. That's They're accomplishing many things by doing this. Um, the globalists who are essentially being guided by Satan himself. So, going forward here. Uh, 
This evasion is being driven on the one hand by people smugglers and on the other hand by the human rights activists who support everything that weakens the nation state. The Western mindset is that this activist network is perhaps best represented by George Soros. Yeah, he's the full embodiment of pure evil and somebody that really the body of Christ should be specifically praying against. Um, against the pedophile networks, against the child smuggling networks, against the Illuminati, against the, the, the 13 families of the Illuminati, and specifically like the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and, and these types. Um, I think that, you know, the more specific our prayers can be, the better they are. And, and I just don't think this type of prayers went up over um, people, for, regarding people like George Soros and the Illuminati and things like, you know, the, the Clintons and, and the Obamas, and sp to specifically pray against their wickedness, that they do not prosper in wickedness, um, that they are not able to defile, you know, the little ones and, 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 and to carry on with their pedophile networks and these types of things. I just don't think that type of prayer uh, has been done by the body of Christ at large it's something that you're probably never even going to hear if you go to a typical 501c3 church not to say not all of them but most of them are not going to preach that type of sermon it's not politically correct or palatable to a lot of people but you know it's not really um palatable for the little kids who are being raped and killed and pillaged and all the little girls that are having their genitals mutilated by islam and things of this nature and, and you know so um Let's go further here. Following Orban's statements, Soros sent an email to Bloomberg Business in which he claimed that his foundations actually help uphold European values. Oh, okay. So, I love it when Satan gives us a morality lesson. And Soros is saying to Bloomberg Business that he claims that his foundations that are doing all of this wickedness are upholding European values. While Orban's actions in bolstering Hungary the Hungarian border and thus impeding a huge influx of immigrants quote undermine those values well sure I mean they're they're upholding Satan's values and they're undermining Satan's values is, is what really is going on here because I mean if you have a strong border obviously they can't get in so George Soros doesn't like what this Hungarian uh, president's doing because he's impeding all of his Muslim savage invaders from coming into his country he doesn't like it George Soros doesn't you know because he's the full embodiment of evil. <clears throat> His plan treats the... Pro this is... Uh, oh, Soros is talking now again. His plan treats the protection of national borders as the objective and the refugees as an obstacle, Soros added. Our plan treats the protection of refugees as the objective. He means the Muslim invader, the savages. Most of them all... Uh, like, you know, 18 to 40-year-old fighting-age Muslim savage men from third-world countries, most of them. Like I said, on the boats that were being, uh, the pitchers coming back from the boats, going from Africa to uh, Sicily, where they're bringing in these, these invaders, I didn't see one woman on the boat. They were all 18 to 40-year-old fighting age Muslim men that's what they're bringing in uh, with no families at all which you know so Soros is saying our plan our satanic plan treats the protection of the refugees the Muslim savages 
as the objective. So at least he's being obvious, or he's being um, honest, I guess. And national borders as the obstacle. Well, any country without national borders is not a country. And this has been the whole argument with the whole illegal invasion, illegal alien invasion of America. Any country without a border is not a country. It will eventually be turned into a third world banana republic amalgamating you know every evil element into it and i'm not saying all the people coming across the border are evil but a large percentage of them sure are so he's pretty um he's pretty in your face as far as what he's saying you know national borders are the obstacle and again this is how they want to bring in the new world order this is how they want to bring in the 10 nation super states and to create the north american union where they're going to merge mexico and canada with america into one region and then you'll have the 10 regions that the bible talks about in um you know revelation and daniel in october orban accused pro-immigration non-governmental organizations or these ngos which are the ones that were instrumental in bringing in the um muslim invaders and on these boats and, and elsewhere of drawing a living from the immigration crisis well that's another thing they are doing they are getting rich by doing this either they're charging them outrightly to come here or they're being sponsored by people like george soros and those types of organizations probably per head meaning per person that they're bringing in you bring in you know I don't even know, maybe they have quotas, who knows. And they are getting rich from doing this. He singled out those funded by Soros, who is a strong supporter of transnational bodies like the European Union and the United Nations. Also, his Open Society Foundation, uh, otherwise known as OSF, provides assistance for pro-immigration activists, and he is well known in the U.S. internationally for supporting progressive meaning far-left causes like the Bill and Hitlery Clinton Foundation and the Center for American Progress. In a recent interview, Orban said that the immigration and multiculturalism were working in tandem to change the face of, of traditions in Europe. So the Muslim invader, invasion, savages, and their culture that they're bringing in, which is Islam, okay, and ultimately to get enough numbers to get all of these countries into sharia law and we're going to look at what that means in a little bit and we're going to go over some of the just the main tenets of what would sharia law look like in america so we can get a little wrap our head around that a little bit more uh, they were working in tandem to change the face and traditions of europe it's christian roots in particular that's what they're trying to change all while creating parallel societies just like mass immigration in the u.s and isn't it peculiar that president obama and lefty leftist george soros have the same view on mass immigration well sure they're cut from the same cloth they're cut from the same satanic cloth as reported by breitbart london orban said the europeans should stick to our christian values and europe can be saved but only if Christ citizens take seriously tradition the traditions the christian roots and all the values that are the basis of the civilization of europe what sort of Europe do we have? Uh, parallel societies, Muslim communities living with Christian communities. He, uh, he asked, adding that there is no anti-democratic aspect to what is taking place. He said nobody has voted for what is going on, so the quality of European democracy is in, is in question. Millions of migrants are coming to the European Union, and nobody's voting on this. Nobody. 
Nobody sanctioned this. It's just happening. There's, you know, I mean, yeah, are, are the presidents and the leaders of these countries in full compliance with this? For the most part, yeah. Other than, I guess, like Hungary, and I think Poland has resisted, and, there, and there's probably other ones that have. I mean, anybody with, you know, any kind of sense, if they had any kind of nationalism and wanted to protect their country, wouldn't let this happen, obviously, unless you're insane. Uh, he said all these things, noting that European countries are neglecting various treaties that respect national boundaries. My comment, mass illegal immigration with no consequences to the invaders is what's happening. And in fact, they're only being rewarded for this wickedness. There's no, there's no consequence to the invaders, the Muslim savages. They're told, hey, you're going to go get your blonde hair, blue hide, um, white-skinned women and be able to rape and pillage and kill, uh, impregnate them and breed the, uh, infidels out of, out of existence and, and have your, your, uh, all your wives and maybe some of you will die in your suicide bombs and you have your 72 virgins and white skinned boys in paradise. What's not to like, you know, and that's what they're basically being promised and they're getting it really. It's, it's, it's happening. In recent days, RT.com has reported that the migration policies of Germany were so upsetting the country's population that some analysts are predicting widespread anarchy or even civil war. They want that too. They want to create the Hegelian, this Hegelian dialectic of, of um, problem, reaction, solution. They're bringing in their new world order out of the chaos that they're purposely creating by bringing all of these savages in. Uh, Hans-Jörg Mueller of the Alternative for German, Germany party also said the country may be on its way to becoming a banana republic without any government and that would be the ultimate really goal for them now just to bolster this just and i'm sure you're aware of these headlines but just in the last week or so london terror rampage or last 10 days london terror rampage i'm sure you've all heard about it and this was not even the ariana grande concert this is after that uh six dead at least 48 injured three muslim devil attackers killed uh, they cut people's throats for no reason at all. Went onto this bridge, um, mowed down all these people on the bridge with one of their, uh, was probably a truck. Uh, it lasted eight minutes. Uh, there were also stabbings at all, I believe, a nearby marketer. The, the Londoners had to throw chairs at the Islamists because the unarmed police ran away. Yeah. The gelded, the gelded wonders ran away. Oh, man. Unarmed police. An unarmed public. See, this is why they got to get, they got to get the guns from the Americans. But they're going to have a really tough time doing that because we're armed to the teeth. More than any other country has ever been in the history of mankind. So, they're going to probably have to orchestrate several events occurring at the same time, including some type of, I believe, pandemic, in order to get the guns. Uh, that's, that's the only way I can see this happening. I just can't see people relinquishing their guns in mass in America, especially as educated as people are becoming on a certain level. I mean, there, there is a large sect of our population that is... I believe very, very uh, educated about a lot of these different issues. And if, if that wasn't the case, why, why have the gun sales been at unbelievably record levels since Obama took office? I mean, he did more for gun sales than, than any other president. Now, I'm not saying there's not a lot of people that are um, have their priorities totally messed up. 
and their goddess sports or the Kardashians or whatever. Okay, I'm not saying that, but there is a large sect of the population, obviously, that is aware of these situations. But like I did say, I have heard, though, um, and I keep hearing it more and more, that a lot of the people have went back to sleep since Trump got in office. Um, a lot of people stopped prepping, um, and they probably stopped a lot of the different things they were doing to prepare for what could potentially be coming. Uh, I can't fathom that, really, but, um, I mean, I feel like Trump getting in office, obviously, over Hillary was definitely a reprieve, but we don't know what, you know, the globalists might have planned. Ultimately, it's what, it's what God lets them do. I mean, because God is in control. That's the way I look at it. Jesus Christ is still on the throne, seated next to God the Father Almighty, and nothing's going to get by him. So it's very close. We, we draw an eye to him. He will draw an eye to us, as the Bible says. We can do all things through Christ which strengthen us. Uh, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And, you know, and, and those are good, positive, faith-building verses to dwell on. You know, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And um, so those are, those are things to think about. Uh, they were screaming, this is for Allah. They were slashing innocent people's throats. Uh, these are just different headlines I posted here. You, all of this is in the PDF for uh, June 13th, 2017 at contendingfortruth.com. Um, London Muslim Mayor Sadiq Khan, uh, Sadiq Khan Job, is what, they, what his real name should be. His full name should be Khan Job. It, it, it's not even a Khan. I mean, you, you elect a radical Islamic Muslim mayor to London? You know, it's just, it's absolutely beyond incomprehensible. And what do you, I mean, he loves this. He could say all day long, oh, this or that, even though he won't even really indict Islam at all. You can't get the guy to do it. It was just like Obama never did because he's a Muslim. But he's raised a Muslim. Obama was. I mean, he's going to be instrumental in all of this. He's grinning ear to ear as soon as the cameras turn off. He loves this. Islam loves when they can kill and steal and pillage and rape and do what they do. They all pray to the same devil at the end of the day. And killing the infidels is part of the commands of the Quran. So, you know, I don't believe a word out of this fork-tongued devil's mouth. But he... he um. He responds to the Ramadan attack, terrorist attacks, but refuses to say Islam is responsible for the atrocity. You know, what you get the impression of when you watch these devils, it's, it's not Islam. It's the fact that the people that are not Islamic in the city of London, or Sweden, or Germany, or wherever these atrocities are increasingly going on, it's their fault, because they're not tolerant enough of the wonderful religion of peace. Therefore, the Muslims are all seething with anger and rage, and they got it. They just get to the point where they boil over, they got to go, they got to go kill a ton of infidels, slash throats, do whatever they got to do, or rape and pillage the population, and, you know, kind of to get their, you know, their aggressions out, you know. And, and that's, that's the real reason. It's, it's our faults. And this is literally the kind of garbage that is shoved down humanity's throat collectively by the prostitute lamestream media on a daily basis worldwide. 
essentially, at least in Europe and America. The Muslim devils attack people on the London Bridge, the direct result of a globalist-ran, unvetted immigration. Direct result. And they, you know, they knew this guy was, was and I'm not 100% sure if they knew every one of them, but I know one of the main guys, they, he was way on their radar, you know, rap sheet a mile long, knew he was a terrorist. They just let him go his merry way, though. They want this to happen. The, the, the cops are purposely told to back off all this politically correct multiculturalism garbage, and then it just allows these guys to just lock and load. And then when they're ready, they can just go and, and commit these types of atrocities unhindered, essentially. Um, another terrorist attack strikes the UK, this time with shots and stabbings reported along with a truck attack. London police confirm they are dealing with three incidents in the city center on Saturday evening. And this is what you're going to see more and more increasingly to, I think, to establish the shock and awe narrative, where you're going to see simultaneous attacks in multiple parts of the same city because then you've got the cops, which, which um, one do we go to? They're all, their, their resources are then split up. In this particular case, three different attacks in three different parts of the city, that's all by design as well. Because then these savages can do what they're doing longer they can kill more people because the police's resources are going to be split it's also going to cause more confusion you know god is not the author of confusion but satan is so this is one of their their tactics uh so london police confirm they're dealing with three incidents in the city center on saturday evening a vehicle collision with pedestrians on the london bridge on london bridge reported stabbings of the borough market area and a third incident in Vauxhall. An unprecedented move, in an unprecedented move, the Metropolitan Police have advised people to run, hide, and tell on Twitter. They forgot urinate on yourself and defecate in your pants. Because that has been some of the tactics I have heard, like for, okay, how to not be raped. Urinate for women, you know, pee your pants, defecate in your in and that'll to a certain measure that will deter some of the um rapings i'm not lying i'm not making this up that's the only thing they left out here that i can really see so run hide and tell well they forgot scream like a little girl too especially if you're a guy i think that's even more appropriate have you have you seen the things they've got for guys now? I, I'm seeing all of these really neat garments they're coming out with. They've got rompers now for guys that they can wear around. Um, so rompers, like they put on babies. And there's actually gelded, I, I don't know what you would call them, metrosexual, uh, I, I don't know, little gelded devils wearing rompers in public um i saw something the other night that it was even i think worse than that it was <laughs> it was like these it, it reminded me of when i was little they had those clothes called gray animals where you could go and it was really easy because if you had an elephant and an elephant you knew that that ensemble was going to match so if you had a pants that were like elephant elephant label on it and then a shirt that with an elephant label you knew that was going to match okay well these were men's 
lacy, I'm not lying, it looked like lingerie material. And some of the outfits were pink. Lacy men's shirts and shorts. And I'm talking, you could see through them. And the only thing that was really kind of like where you couldn't see through was like the crotch area. And I'm not lying, they were advertising this. And these guys were wearing this stuff out in public. And they were full outfits. And it was like, it, the advertisement I saw it was like four or five guys. And they each had a different lacy little they were like shorts and a shirt combo see-through lingerie material you would wear out evidently on the town this is again and this is what i keep talking about with the, the hyper feminization of men the i mean sperm count lowering by I, testosterone lowering I, I don't even it's 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 off the charts all of this has been done by design the xenoestrogens and the plastics, um, the, so many different factors, the, the, the meds they're giving people, um, all of the GMO foods, things of this nature, a lot of different things being done to lower sperm count, which is going to lower the population reduction. Now you, you lower the testosterone, you're, you're going to have a lot more gender confusion, okay? Um, you're going to have a lot of men thinking that either they don't want to be with a woman or they're gay or they're being, you know, encouraged to be that from an early age. Anyway, you're having drag queens coming in and teaching pre, uh, pre-K and kindergartners and things of this nature. Have you seen these where, where you've got like a 300 pound drag queen coming in and reading children's stories to pre-Kers and, and talking about, oh, it's okay that Bobby wanted to look like a girl or whatever. I mean, these are the most disgusting, vile creatures on the planet. And the public school systems are basically just giving uh, our, our, our children over to these, these um, degenerate, vile devils. And this is just happening in mass. Um, so I guess it doesn't surprise me that they're encouraging the people to run, hide, tell, you know, really doesn't surprise me, I guess. So let's go ahead and, and, and watch one of these uh, clips relating to this report here. Okay, so this is David Knight, and this is right when, it, when this happened, and this is going to be a little synopsis of what went on here. Infowars.com, breaking news out of London, shortly after 10 p.m., it was reported that a van drove at high speed on London Bridge into a crowd of people and that three men then jumped out with uh, 10 to 12 inch long knives, began slitting throats, stabbing a young girl in the chest and so on. There were multiple gunshots fired very rapidly. Perhaps that was the police. Uh, this is yet another example of the mayor of London. Uh, the police weren't on the scene right away. They weren't, they weren't on the scene right away. I don't know whether they had the gun. The Muslims, normally it's the bad guy that would have the guns initially anyway. Uh, when you have a disarmed population, a disarmed police force, typically you're not going to have <laughs> any good guys with the guns initially. Air Khan, uh, many people call it Londinistan because that's what it's become now. It's become a uh, Muslim stronghold, just like we see in other parts of Europe, saying that this is part and parcel of living in a big city. Well, certainly it's part and parcel of living in his Muslim uh, uh, area there in London. And this now see, and as people grow up and as the elderly die off, and, and people, what they're wanting people to do is just accept this, become acclimated to it. This is the way of life now. 
We're going to increasingly take more and more way of uh, more and more of your rights away in order to protect you from uh, this chaos that is just part and parcel of life. And this is the mindset they want to get everybody in, and this is why it's so important. I think that we fight this uh, and try to educate people and pray against it uh, because you do not want this to become a socially acceptable norm in society where, oh, you know, what can I do? Just throw up my my hands and, and, and let the wonderful Muslims, you know, do whatever they want to do. This is a result. This is the direct design of what we see here at Bilderberg. We're here covering this in Chantilly, Virginia. It is the globalist plan to open our borders, to bring in people who hate us, uh, terrorists who are going to come here so they can divide the country, so they can create chaos, so they can create division. Understand that even though we cannot vet the people fully who are coming into the countries, that it's going to be the second generation that is a greater threat to our safety than the first generation. The second generation will grow up in a self-ghettoized environment where they're very poor, very resentful. They don't know what they left. They don't know that this area, even if they are growing up in a poor, self-ghettoized uh, Islamic area, that they're still better off than where they came from. We're seeing over and over again that the people who are doing the terrorist events, the terrorist attacks, are second-generation immigrants. Of course, they identify them as French or they identify them as British. Nevertheless, these are people who have come in from other countries. This is what we're going to see. This is part of the globalist plan. They want to create, this is their multiculturalism, having multiple culturals, cultures and religions that are fighting each other. Understand that religion and politics are inextricably linked in true Islam. This is what we're seeing here. We saw this at one point in time in Christianity, the linking of politics and religion. We understood we didn't want that. We separated that. The First Amendment is about that. The founding of America was largely about that. It was a religious movement here in America, the black... Uh, robed clergy, that was the uh, regiment, the black robe regiment that uh, were supporting the separation from England because they had had an enforced orthodoxy there, a state church, they did not want that established religion here. But that is part and parcel of what is going on in Islam at this time. That is why the globalists here at Bilderberg want to open our borders, want to bring these people in, want to have us fighting these wars in other countries, creating refugees. It was Obama who went to war with the countries that we're now saying we're going to have to vet the people coming into this country. If the liberals, if the courts didn't think that these people were dangerous, that they don't need to be extremely vetted, then why did they go to war with them? Why don't they say at this point that we want to have peace rather than continuing to create refugees? That is the true issue before us at this point. We understand that this is... Further down the stream, you bring in the bad guys, and this is what's going to happen. This is not something that is being orchestrated now directly by these people. I don't believe it. They orchestrated putting them here in the first place. That's why they have terror cells now throughout Europe. For InfoWars.com, I'm David Knight. Okay, so this is a guy named Stefan Molyneux, and uh, it, this is a little rant he's got about the London Bridge terrorist attack, which also gives you another perspective from somebody that's from this area. You know, I grew up in London. And it was a great city, beautiful city. And it's dying. It's dying. You know it. I know it. And it's not dying because of violence. The Blitz could not kill London, could not kill the spirit 
of Londoners because there was unity, there was clarity, there was moral illumination, and there was a government that was willing to defend its own citizens. I grew up in London. London was dying. Tonight a white van ploughed through about 20 people on the London Bridge in the UK, of course. Three men, of course, we await the inevitable final confirmation, but they're described as being of Mediterranean origin. They were all Muslims. Reportedly jumped out of the van, began randomly stabbing people with 12-inch hunting knives. You know, you know obviously Christians aren't going to do this, or even Hindus, or <laughs> Buddhists, or Taoists, or Shintoists, or Mormon. I mean, this is not something that any other religion does but Islam that I can identify on the planet. There are reports of the street littered with bodies with slit throats and even witness reports of rapid gunfire. One witness said she saw what appeared to be three people with knife wounds with their throats cut. Mayor of London, remember Sadiq Khan, said, we need to build bridges, not walls. Bridges to bring more of these Muslim savages over is what he means. This is what happens on the bridges now. British police are also responding to an incident at Borough Market and a third in Vauxhall. Scotland Yard said so there could be three of these attacks going on. And it is time British people, Londoners, Europeans, it is time to wake up. Your governments seem no longer to be in the business of protecting you. They are in the business of appeasing groups. They are in the business of buying votes with your tax money. They're orchestrating it. They're behind it. They're the ones that let these devils in. They're the ones that are letting them in unvetted. They're the ones that are letting them, even though they might have the worst history, stay on the streets. And Islam does the rest. They are in the business of covering up crimes, particularly against young British girls. There's another northern city where there appears to be a Pakistani Muslim pedophile rape gang. That, that's rampant. I hadn't even brought that up today. And they are going after European white girls are their main targets. And they've got a whole plan on the way that they go after them. And they approach them on the streets, sweet talk them, get them hooked on drugs, you know, kidnap them, prostitute them out, rape, gang rape them. And I mean, I just kind of wonder where are these girls is i mean we're talking thousands of girls where are the parents where, thousands of girls like in these like that's just in one city I, I i just can't comprehend it which has happened in countless cities across england particularly in the north they are interested in covering up crimes so they didn't get called racist at one point, the British ruled a third of the world. 
at one point the British could stand up alone against the armed metallic might of the entire Luftwaffe, Luftwaffe of the entire German Air Force could stand alone against the raining bombs, and now it would seem... Oh, okay, on that. I, don't, I mean, if America didn't get involved in World War II, they, <laughs> it would not have ended well for England. Sorry. They're, they're not, they wouldn't have been able to... Yes, did they, did they for a time, did they uh, go into a defensive posture and, and, and you know, maintain... Uh, but ultimately, in order for them to win the war, they had to have America involved, obviously. England may fall for fear of a word. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's how I was raised. And England that has stood for thousands of years may fall to two syllables of politically correct fear. Is your government in the business of protecting you? Have they identified dangerous groups and not allowing them in to the country? Or no, those are the very things they're, they're, they are not only allowing, but doing everything that they can do to facilitate, to bring in the worst elements of slime on planet Earth radical middle eastern and african radical islamic muslim terrorists men of fighting age there there is no greater evil that i know of on planet earth that you could bring into a country and they've done everything that they can do and america has as especially under obama done everything it can do as well to do that it's just that we are we are just not in near as close proximity Obama wasn't able to bring, and I do believe it's still happening. I do, um, through these UN programs and through these these things. I, I hope that Trump has at least slowed it down. Uh, but it's still, I do believe it's still happening to a large extent, until I see proof that it, it's not. I guess I should say. Or are there radical leftists collaborating with foreign radicals to endanger you? There's a bomb scare in Italy. 200 people injured fleeing the bomb scare. In Germany, they had to at least temporarily cancel a music festival for fears of terrorism. There is over 20,000 radical jihadists in the United Kingdom. Many, many times more than was previously admitted to. Oh, it's probably way more than that. And the more they can bring in, the more fear they're put in everybody that he just mentioned. And if they can keep it in a constant state of fear, they know that there's a certain percentage of the population that will just beg for a new world order. Just make it go away. Just keep us safe. And we'll do whatever you want. We'll give up whatever rights, whatever liberties we have. Um, over 60% of the people now, I believe, in the UK and in America consider themselves a global citizen. So they're not far off, that far off from accomplishing their goals at this point. This is who's been invited in. This is who is roaming your streets. This is who you are forced to pay for and to subsidize through the welfare state. It's not even like they're coming in undercover. They're coming in openly. And you must pay for them. Fund the people. 
to arm them, to train them, to do this. The British police have covered up crimes committed by Pakistani immigrants. But don't worry, folks, they're spending a whole lot of time going after people like Katie Hopkins and Tommy Robinson. Exactly. Let me tell you something. The real danger is not social media complaints about the real danger. Yeah, I mean, you, you complain about this stuff and you can literally be jailed to show up at your door. And, I mean, it's, it's just absolute insanity, you know. You post anything on social media about the wickedness of all of this and they're, the p- police are literally at your door. You can go up there, though. They'll, they'll bring these people in. They'll fund them. They'll, you know, give them every benefit, every governmental incentive, free ride. They're doing the same thing in America. And then they go and they train off in their, their jihadi enclaves in their Muslim no-go zones behind closed doors, literally training to slit and kill your, kill your family, slit, slit your throats and kill your family and rape them. And that's fine, though. That's fine. But you can't say a word again. This is the insanity level that we're talking about here. Look up what these radicals believe. Look up what they want. Look up what their beliefs advocate. It's not complicated. Stop being blind. Stop avoiding what you know you need to learn. You must stop being surprised. When you stop being surprised, when you stop having irrational hope, then you can start to take the steps necessary, the peaceful, political, necessary steps to protect your island. It's true, right now, there is little information. But I think it's fairly, I think it's fairly safe to say, yes, there is little information. But look me in the eye. There's also very little doubt. What he's talking about there um, is little information. This came out right after, and you know, they always, never will they admit right off the bat that, that it was an Islamic attack. They've always got to defer and defer. I mean, the Sadiq Khan job guy of the London Stan mayor wouldn't even identify it as an Islamic attack or whatever. Uh, they always like to distance themselves from these, and, and you cannot do that, you, and you can't let them do that. Because it's part and parcel. It's what the Quran and their unholy writing, other unholy writings tell them to do. Kill, slay, and behead the infidel. That's what, that's what it's all about. That's, that's what they love. They love death. They love evil. So we have that report. Okay, so continuing on, uh, next report, marches against Islamic Sharia law nationwide. Now this is happening in America, and again, this is part of some of this pushback. There are enough people waking up regarding what they're seeing going on in Europe in these types of places where now they're actually organizing protests, which is good. Um, one of the marches was at the San Bernardino uh, Islamic terror attack location. Um, these are being denounced by liberal civil rights groups. So 
literally these satanic groups are denouncing it. Uh, there were face-offs, there were clashes, these types of things. This is just going to give kind of an overview. This is a Fox News report on this, just so you kind of have an idea of what's going on. This just took place, I believe, over the last week. In June 10th, this was the report. And so far, uh, any clashes? Hi, Leland. Yeah, there have been some clashes. Police around the country have feared that there would be because of the dueling protest a action that's happening in 28 cities in 19 states. On one side, you have the anti- So 28 cities in 19 states, there were active protests against Sharia law, which is what we, we're going to be looking at next. What are the some of the main tenets of Sharia law when they bring that in? It's, it's always part of the plan. It's always part of the islamic caliphate it's always part of the jihad is to get to a point where they have enough numbers they have enough power they have enough intimidation factor where they will bring in sharia law which is a death sentence to any to any society essentially sharia law people these are people that believe that sharia law and islamic law is a threat to the constitution on the <laughs> other side you they, have those they, who believe there, there's there's no believing like like they think that like they're an heir or something it is beyond contrary it is the polar opposite of the constitution sharia law it's 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 essentially the islamic um tenets of muhammad put into play to rule over a society there there is there is no compatibility at all with the constitution and sharia law Okay, so it's not like it's debatable, I guess is the point I'm trying to make. ...that this movement is anti-Muslim. They are anti-Trump, anti-fascist, and they believe that this is all, they believe that this is all a racist thing. So you have two different... So that's, that's the, always the default position. We're racist because we don't want Sharia law. You know what? I would love to have all of these people load them all up on a boat or a plane and ship them all over to the Middle East and let them live, or, or to Africa and let them live under Sharia law permanently and see how they like it, you know? Because, I mean, if they want it so bad, but don't think you're going to impose it on me or bring it on me or try to shove this down my throat. If you want it so bad, go. Go, please, be my guest. You will love it, and you will love having that boot across your neck every day. And the, the thing is, is so many of these people <laughs> are these entitled devils that have no clue what they would actually be even asking for. They, they, it's just unbelievable. Besides, the police did everything they could to split them up across the street. They've been crossing the street, and now you've got a mix of both protests. So there have been some pushing, there's been some shoving, and uh, you have extreme elements essentially of both sides. It really is... Uh, pretty apropos and an example of the politics of our country right now you see the nypd doing a good job of making sure that one protest stays there while the other anti-sharia law protest stays here and the big crux of where the, dis the disconnect is is that one side believes that the anti-sharia law side means that they're all anti-muslim and here they believe we spoke to, to well if, if i was on the anti-sharia law i am anti-muslim i would i would proudly wear that label i am Islamophobic. I am anti-Muslim. I am anti-Islam. I am anti-evil. Because I'm anti-evil, I'm anti all those other things as well. Because they're all evil. I don't subscribe to this whole thing about oh, well, the moderate Muslims are fine and all this other garbage. They're all on the same team at the end of the day. 
They're all on the same, and they all pray to that same devil moon god. And they all think Muhammad is, you know, the greatest thing since sliced bread, that, that pedophile, pervert pedophile Muhammad. So I'd probably wear the label. who came out here in support of Trump, who are conservatives, who say this is not about being anti-Muslim. Take a listen. This is a pro-American that we need to do this for ourselves from each other. We really do. We have to look out for each other. I'm for uh, Islam. I don't, I don't, uh, you know, discriminate against anything or the religions or race or anything. They sure discriminate against us. They want to cut our heads off, rape our daughters, genitally, mutil genitally mutilate their own daughters and ours, rape, pillage, steal, kill. I'm very much against that. I, I'm against every everything they stand for. So I think what's lacking here is even the people at these in, these these demonstrations they still don't have a clue on many levels about the evil that we're dealing with here. It's like it's not. It's just the extremism part of it that it's sort of like you know makes everything. The extremism part. Again, remember the report I cited last week that the supposed moderate Muslims are there to shelter, to help breed, to help fund, to help do these other things, to help put the best face and foot forward. This is our nice, happy face, Islam. This is when we're below 5% of the population, and we're going to act as a beachhead. We're going to act as a fifth-column-type beachhead while we're on the beachfront giving our nice, happy face all of our wonderful, more radical elements of Islam are coming in. We're going to shelter them. We're going to fund them. We're going to do all of these things to make sure they're going to do what they're going to do with jihad. This is how Islam works. So see, this is the thing is that even these people that are going out for these, these rallies and these protests, a lot of them don't even really have a clue about the full scope and breadth and depth of what we're dealing here with islam so, so, bad. so these or these grassroots marches that are happening today the marches against sharia law organized by act for america it's a large national security organization is how they characterize themselves but the other side of this the anti-fascists and those that 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 are that that are against this movement say that the Act for America group is actually anti-Islamic and they believe that it is a veil essentially for people to just be racist and against Muslims. Take a listen to one of the supporters of the other. And it's funny because the Muslims are the most racist people on the planet. If you think about it. I mean, they view anybody that's not a believer in Islam as a dog. Kafar. I mean, an Islamic dog infidel. Worthy of death, okay? If that's not racist, I don't really know what is. But yet they have the audacity to try to flip that because they're still in this minority, okay, in America, and they've got to do whatever they can do to get that foothold. Satan has to get that foothold for his cloven hoof. And he's got he's to get everybody in that politically correct mindset. Oh, no, 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 you can't say anything against them because they're, they're this minority. We're persecuted and we're... We're we're these poor little Muslims, and 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 how dare you? You you you're you're a racist. This is why I do what I do when it comes to Islam. I don't give I don't give Satan an inch or quarter. I don't. I will not give him any.
Because this is the most satanic death cult on the planet right now, doing the most damage and the most deception. And the mainstream media and all the high-level politicians and all the high-level people in religion for the most part and that a lot of them in christianity good like good old rick warren and them are doing everything they can do to also bolster that narrative to help islam establish a beachhead in america in canada and in the european because those are the places they're really bent on on coming into and infiltrating and destroying those, those seem to be, and those are the ones where George Soros and all the globalists are, are, are spending billions to bring them in and to try to control the narrative. So I just believe that we need to contend for truth. And that's the name of this ministry. And that's why I do what I do. I'm trying to contend for truth. And what I'm giving you is truth that I have verified over and over and over. And it's so easy to verify because you can just look at their own writings. You can just look at what their own imams are saying. You can look with their own their own unholy books. You can, but just look at their actions. Look at the fruit. You should know them by their fruit. Jesus said, "Their fruit is absolute wickedness and deception and lies." Allah was the best of all deceivers, and his followers should be the same way. Side that we spoke to today. They are not for our rights. They are not for our freedom. They are for the freedom of, uh, of just a very small percentage of this country. So again, Leela, we'll be watching the protests what? throughout the I, entire I, day here. 28 cities and 19 states, dueling clashes expected throughout the day. Considering what we saw in Portland, Oregon on Sunday, all eyes are on these protests. NYPD doing a good job of keeping everybody in check so far. Leland? Yeah, Brian, before you go, give us a sense of, of what these folks are looking for. One of the people you interviewed had on what looked to be a combat helmet. Are folks coming out looking to pick a fight, or is it simply when the crowds come together, there's some pushing and shoving and name-calling? The Act for America group, the anti-Sharia law group, a lot of those guys that we interviewed with the helmets, they said that they came prepared for a fight given what they saw in Portland, Oregon with the Antifa movement. Well, they should. They should. I mean, these people are savages. We're going to look at the Antifa movement in a second here. And they are coming out and they are trying to do everything they can do to incite violence, to get our side to react and to spark this... I, you really can't call it a race war because this is this isn't about race. This is a religious thing. You know, this is this is Islam. This isn't black on white. This is Islam against the uh, against anyone that would not want Sharia law or Islam in their country. And you could be black, green, red, or yellow and not want that. So, this is what that's all all about. And they're coming. And they're coming in. Um, you know, combat style helmets and, and flak jackets and stuff like that because they don't know what the other side is going to try to pull. And I really can't blame them. Uh, but I don't think they're doing it because they want to fight. They're, in fact, they interviewed the, the one guy that you had heard there. Um, he was the one that was saying, I'm not um, anti-Islamophobic or whatever. In the, in you know, So again, he doesn't even really have a clue of what's going on. But it was obvious he wasn't there because he wanted to pick a fight.
movement. That's the radical left side. They believe that given what they saw there, that they're having a sort of pro-Trump or a right conservative um, agenda or message in the middle of New York City could incite violence from the left. And of course, the left is bringing people here, essentially saying that we need to defend against racists on the other side. So both sides have come armed and ready just in case. And the left... Leland? We, we have seen that uh, before with not great results. Brian Yenis on the ground in New York. Back to you, our reporters around the country as news... And the left, again, is sponsored by... So many of these, these devils and these morons are, are literally sponsored by George Soros. MoveOn.org and, and all of these other evil Antifa and all these other absolutely wicked, wicked organizations that are literally sponsored by George Soros to purely create division, chaos, and destabilization in the country. And they're doing it under the guise of, oh, we're all racist. That's their excuse. When Islam is the biggest racist devil death cult on the planet. Isn't that ironic? So let's go forward here. Um, demonstrations against Islamic law led to arrests, tense confrontations, and physical fights in some of the U.S. cities Saturday amid several rallies sponsored by Act for America. This is just kind of a recap, which Southern Poverty Law Center designates as anti-Muslim, an anti-Muslim hate group. Southern Poverty Law Center, you know, essentially a satanic uh, organization, and they're going to give us a morality lesson. Uh, because they're going to judge us as an anti-Muslim hate group. The march against Sharia was scheduled to take place in more than 28 cities in 19 states, including New York, Dallas, Atlanta. It was projected to be Act for America's largest protest against Islam. I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. I hope they plan several more. People need to be educated about this. Act for America says the Sharia law or Islamic law is incompatible with Western democracy, and it is, and that the marches are in support of basic human rights for all. And they are, you know. Um, here's a picture from one of the uh, reports here. You can see it in the PDF. Ka Kathy Camper of Tacoma, Washington, wears a Stars and Stripes Cabo hat as she protests against the Islamic law at a rally on June 10th, 2017, Seattle, as the counter-protesters uh, demonstrate across the street. So, yeah, I mean some really really crazy stuff going on here so here we have some more fruit from these wonderful wonderful um devils and these are related and i'm not even going to click on these but if you want to watch the youtube videos you can i really wouldn't advise it because it is so i just i i feel so much righteous indignation when i see these clips and i'm not talking about the one I even just played the ones where they're actually <laughs> you're seeing the tactics that these slime bags are using um against the people that are the uh any sharia law the act ones it, it, it it's it's unbelievable the first clip watch antifa scum and the antifa is are these devils that are coming out probably most likely george soros sponsored antifa scum throwing urine at Lauren Southern, who is a believer reporter out of Canada, and it's not like I agree with everything she says, but uh, she's going there just trying to document what's going on, and she's not even going out there really as a... It's not like she's even on either side. They're going out there more to document, and just because they, ex they suspected her that she might be, they threw urine on her, and they were throwing feces as well, um, the next one was um, 
uh, Antifa and Lauren Southern at the counter protest. This one, <laughs> they walk up, and I, I'm not going to play it. I watched it once, and I'm like, I was getting a little, way too righteous indignant. Uh, Bible says, be angry and sin not. And they walk up, and they're literally, they're not even there on either side. And, and, and they're blowing air horns into the into their ears and they're just like like reporters they're wanting to kind of document it they're not like pro-trump pro whatever and just because they were kind of suspected they're blowing air horns these these big cowardly devils air horns into these and not only them but the cops ears and um, screaming at them, they've got whistles. When the air horns runs out, they're 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 blowing. And then if you do anything, like if they like they get right up in your face, and if you do anything to like push them with it, they go to the cops. Did you see them? They touched me. I mean, they're doing everything and anything because of the coward devils that they are to incite violence and to get us to fight back. And again, this is all about that summer of rage thing that we had talked about, the George Soros-sponsored uh, thing where they're going to have the Black Lives Matter and these these slime bag groups like this and MoveOn.org and, and then La Raza and those types of organizations and, and then the lesb- pro-lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender organizations and all these organizations coming together to try to do everything they can do to incite violence to get us to literally push back against the wickedness. So... Um, if you choose to go to any of these things, just do so with much prayer and fasting. And maybe that's the only reason you would go there, you know, is, is just to be on site to pray and fast, you know, and it's, this isn't for everybody. Here's the thing. We're the body of Christ. Okay. There's fingers, there's toes, there's knees, you know, ears, eyes, and can the finger say to the eye, departing me, I have no need. Everybody's kind of we're all important in the body of christ and i'm not saying all these people are christians either they're they're doing this obviously some of them are just pro second amendment patriotic or whatever but if you feel called to go to these things i think for the most part as a born again saved christian you would do the most good by going there on site because i'm a big believer in being on site at these things just listen to my teaching i did on todd bentley I mean, literally, my, my friend and I, Doug, went there, and this was this was when the Todd Bentley thing, the uh, charismatic, insane guy, Todd Bentley, we literally went to the Lakeland, Lakeland Revival, and we prayed, and he wasn't even there, and we prayed for one day there in the back row, and that whole thing was shut down in a week. And I'm the, I mean, we were the only ones, we stuck out kind of like a sore thumb. We weren't participating in anything. I don't think anybody else was there praying on site. And literally that week, it broke that he was cheating on his wife. um, And then he came out and openly admitted it. And it was one of the people in the ministry. And then something else happened. And literally within one week, that whole tent was down. And that revival was over. He's never, ever recovered from that. I'm not saying he's out of the the scene totally. But that, that was the biggest thing in christianity at time on the planet as far as oh wow what's going on here i mean charismania galore and just uh key and todd bentley um revival you you should be able to find it at contendingfortruth.com 
literally two guys praying. Now, I'm not saying there wasn't other people praying. I'm just a big believer being on site at these places, praying, and if you fast ahead of time, it's even better, have other people praying and fasting. We can move mountains as Christians. I am convinced of it. I have sought out all of these different paranormal things and, 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 and went to a lot of these different sites and prayed and, and had all of these different kind of witch covens trying to kill me and astral project into this house. And I mean, <laughs> I know of two witches that are dead. I'm sorry, I didn't do it. God did. They were the ones that wanted to try to come in here. You know, one was a first-hand account, one my daughter saw go right to hell. Okay, so... A lot of this stuff God's giving me of confirmation of after the fact. We can move mountains as Christians with praying and fasting and faith. Okay? And I'm not saying that should be our goal to want to see people go to... It's not. But listen, <laughs> there's going to be... There's going to be... Um, in a war, there's going to be casualties. And um, the body of Christ is called to warfare at this point. And I pray to God their souls be saved. I do. I don't want to see anybody go to hell. Um, but I think that a Christian that would go to something like this, unless God tells you to do something different, praying and fasting could be one of the most valuable things you could do on site. Not getting involved in direct frontline confrontations. Because it's unless you really have the disposition for that, and I mean, you would want to be a very, very patient person, very, very, very much called to that frontline type of thing. Not everybody has that kind of disposition. I don't. I don't. I don't have that disposition. <laughs> I'll be flat out honest with you. I don't. I admit it. It's not a strong point of mine. Because I get righteous indignant. You know? I'm not perfect. I'm going to admit it. You know? Am I called the warfare? Absolutely. Absolutely. But, and again, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, though. And it's really easy to get carnal when you got urine being thrown at you and feces and stuff like that. But our weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. Okay, So I'm not a great example of, of, about any of that. All I'm saying is that I think it it's, it's, would be more prudent, uh, wise, if a Christian's called to go to these things, pray fast, on site, I think you're going to do the most maximal amount of good there, for the most part, unless God God calls you to do something different, and then you know, obey the voice of the Lord. <laughs> I'm just saying from my standpoint. Uh, next report: ISIS calls for Ramadan attacks in the USA and Europe. So this is we're right in the middle of it right now. I believe we're two weeks in. Islamic State is calling on supporters to carry out attacks in the United States and Europe during the Muslim unholy month of Ramadan that began two weeks ago. Okay, so expect to see more of these types of mass Muslim attacks in America and Europe. And again, but this is something that, that we should be praying against so that God would thwart it and stop them and that they wouldn't really be able to get this whole summer of chaos, you know, kicked off. And remember, too, another thing, it's hot. It's getting hotter, Okay. You ever watched Alfred Hitchcock stuff? I don't know if you knew this, but with, like with Alfred Hitchcock, and I'm not saying to watch that, but like with um, what what was that show he had? Uh, Alfred Hitchcock presents. Okay. One of the main tenets that he got into in that show 
was that, and there and there's a lot of truth to it. If you notice with the themes of Alfred Hitchcock Presents, so much of the time when things went bad in the show, it's when things were hot. Like it'd be in some big city or whatever, it'd be right in the middle of summer and during the day or at night and there's no AC because back then there wasn't a lot of, AC wasn't near as prevalent as it is today and really, really bad things would happen and he would always highlight people sweating and how that would be the that thing that would just put people over the edge because you know you get hot you get it's very very easy to get more irritated when you're hot okay so this is another reason why satan wants to pick this summer as the summer of rage because he knows people's tempers will flare much more easy when the heat is elevated Okay, so that's another thing that you might not have thought about, but I just thought I'd, I'd kind of make you aware of. Now, here we have Islamic Sharia law, list of key wicked rules. Okay, these are just some of them. Sharia law is the law of Islam. Sharia also spelled Sharia, uh, or they give alternate spellings, is cast from the actions and the words of the murdering thief, and I put this in, the murdering thief, lying, pedophile, pervert, Muhammad, because he was all those things and so much more, which are called Sunnah and the Quran, which he dictated through a devil, through like a fallen angel, okay? So this is where we get the Quran. Sharia law itself cannot be altered, but the interpretation of Sharia law called fiqh by imams is given some latitude. As a legal system, Sharia law is exceptionally broad. While other legal codes regulate public behavior, Sharia law regulates public behavior, private behavior, and private beliefs. And of all legal systems in the world today, Sharia law is the most intrusive, restrictive, and especially against women. Okay, now remember, this is a religion that is also dictating everything legal. So it's not just a religion. It's political. It's everything about the culture. There's no other thing quite like it on the planet. It rules society from top to bottom, in other words. It controls all aspects of society. Even your belief systems, if you're caught with the belief system that does not fit with Sharia law under that, you can be murdered or executed. According to Sharia law, here we go, theft is punishable by amputation of the right hand. And there's links here. I wouldn't go click on them, but it'll give you evidence if you don't believe it. Criticizing or denying any part of the Quran is punishable by death. This is what they're bringing in over in Europe. This is what these idiots from evidently Antifa want. Now, they've interviewed the Muslims that are already here, and when they've interviewed them, they've said, well, what would you rather have, the Constitution or Sharia law? And every single time, they say Sharia law. Now, these are supposedly moderate Muslims. So you're not telling me they're not going to get on board instantaneously when Sharia law is enacted? Well, then doesn't that make them radical? Yeah, they were, they were just waiting. All of that was window dressing. This whole thing about, oh, I'm peaceful, I'm not. They're, 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 they'd sit right there and watch you get beheaded. Well, it was a big lie. Criticizing Muhammad or denying the, the, the pedophile prophet is punishable by death. That's all it takes. And all it has to be is one Muslim accusing you. You might not have even said anything. It happens all the time. Christians in the Middle East, oh, he said this. Why? Because some Muslim demon-possessed devil? 
Meanwhile, they're 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 driving around their taxi cabs in, in Afghanistan and Pakistan and picking up little boys in the streets and raping them. And they got their chai tea boys that they rape. They're like their little sex slaves. That's fine. Fine have sex with goats and stuff like that and cut off their little girl's genitals and have their temporary marriages and have sex with three-year-olds and six-year-olds. That's fine. That's good. But you say anything against the Prophet Muhammad, you 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 die. I mean, it's it's beyond insanity. Criticizing or denying Allah is punishable by death as well. And there's links here. See Allah, the moon god. That's all he ever was. He's just the fallen angel devil moon god. Not the god of the Bible. That's for sure. A Muslim who becomes a non-Muslim is punishable by death. And there's all there's links to all these different things that you can click on if you don't believe this. There, there's This is all verifiable stuff here. Uh, in, in the PDF for this teaching. Uh, next one. A non-Muslim who leads a Muslim away from Islam is punishable by death. Well, wouldn't that mean a Christian who led a Muslim to the Lord? Well, they get to die. Well, they, they've already, they've already, you know, they're an infidel anyway. They're a non-believer in Islam. That's all, that's all an info, infidel is. So they get to die. That's why they have no regret, no remorse about beheading as many Christians as possible. And Jews. Because we're the enemy of Islam. We're the enemy of Allah. We're, we're an unbeliever and we die. They're so tolerant. Uh, a non-Muslim man who marries a Muslim woman is punishable by death. A man can marry an infant girl and consummate the marriage when she is nine years old. Well, no, that's that. I don't believe. Oh, really? Guess what? That's what Muhammad did. The starter of this total death cult. I got it all kicked off we just talked about dictated the quran through a fallen angel yeah he married his favorite wife that was his words aisha at the age of six but supposedly didn't consummate the marriage till she was nine something about well she has to be able to bear the body like bear up under the body of the man so i guess at nine she could handle his body weight yeah that's the kind of sick pedophilic which is just perfect for the for all of the pedophilia that we just see running rampant and with the with the sex slavery and, and with the with the sex trafficking rings and with all the garbage that we've covered with pizza gate and all the pedophiles and in um Washington DC and all the politicians worldwide and all these things. I mean, this I mean, truly Islam and the Illuminati really truly are on the same team. And that's why the Illuminati's trying to push them so hard and and, and elevate them. Because it's a tool to, to for world domination. So yeah, um okay, so this is um a little graphic um but so you might want to stop it if you have kids, you know. Um, all girls, clitorises, should be cut or mutilated. That's the genital mutilation. I did a little more research on this, and I couldn't stop bawling the other day. I don't even want to start getting into it again, because I'll start bawling again online. And I, I was just begging, 
begging, crying out to God to, to just please spare these little girls. Please, please, God, spare these poor little girls that are having this done to them. They're using, if you pay extra, you'll get it, you'll get a, in these third world countries, you can get a new razor blade. But if you don't, you'll get one of the ones that are dull, you know, because you got to pay extra for that. What, what, what kind of religion, you know, does this other than something that's absolutely satanic to the core? I just, I was just sobbing. I, I, I just, I, I get overwhelmed with grief and, and, and agony when I even, I've seen pictures of their faces, you know, not, I don't want to see the, you know, at all. I just can't even imagine having a daughter myself and, and, and taking her at a young age and getting, subjecting her to that with no anesthesia or no nothing. What kind of stinking maggot savage does that? What kind of mother would let that happen to their daughter? What kind of dad would let... I mean, I would die gladly to prevent that for my daughter. No problem. No problem. And yet, that's just a matter of course. And it's going on here in America. It's being uncovered all the time now. Just this Minnesota doctor. I just put out a report the other day. Or, or it's coming up. I don't know if I've got it. I've got so much stuff to put out here. A doctor that's been doing it for, I don't know, over 10 years or something. Muslim. These people are demon-possessed to the toenails. Their conscience is so seared with a hot iron that I don't believe there's any going back. I understand all things are possible through Christ Jesus. And yes, I do pray if it's possible. But how could you do that to a child and think you're doing something godly or righteous? And yet they do. They cut off Christians' heads. They rape. They pillage. They kill. They steal. They lie. They're filthy. And yet they think they're doing it for God. They think they're doing it for some righteous cause. Man, it's it's a tough one for me to wrap my head around. That one, that one though, particular one I just talked about. And you can look that up. Muhammad's words, if you don't believe that, about the general mutilation, there's a link here. It'll take you right to it. Where it's book 41, uh, Kitab al-Adib and Hadith. 52-51 is where it talks about general mutilation in islam it is a tenant and these girls are basically most of them are really 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 absolutely not only beyond traumatized but they're physically messed up for life and i'm not even going to get into all the but i'm sure you could figure you know when you do that i i just don't get it it's so evil, it's so wicked, it's so horrible, and it's so sad. Oh. A woman, next one, a woman can have one husband who can have up to four wives, but Muhammad can have more. 
Muhammad doesn't have wives though in hell though. I wonder how it's working out for Muhammad. I wish, I really wish corporately that all the people in Islam, like for, I don't know, a good 10 minutes, could, could get a good gander at where Muhammad and all his followers are right now. Because I guarantee you there'd be mass conversion to Christianity overnight. Guaranteed. That'd be the greatest evangelistic tool for Islam you could ever even imagine. How merciful would that be for them? Uh, corporately, I, I, I really pray that that, that could, could happen on a mass level. Better, better them to see Muhammad 10 minutes in hell than for them to rot in hell forever. And for them to stop killing Christians and, and, and anyone else they view as an infidel. A man could beat his wife for insubordination. A man can unilaterally divorce his wife. A woman needs her husband's consent to divorce, though. I don't know if they're going to get into this, but you can also they can also do the whole temporary marriage thing, where they can go in like the Ayatollah Khomeini did in that one report I said, where he had like a was it three or six year old daughter went in there. Ayatollah liked the look of his little three or six year old daughter and said, "I think I want to I want to marry your little daughter for the night." Went in there and raped her the whole night. Heard her screams the whole night. And then the next day came out after she's probably absolutely traumatized and damaged and demon infested now for life. The next morning and, you know, divorces her and leaves the house and the parents give, you know, feel good about what they just did with their, their little daughter. They gave consent to it, listened to her screams the whole night and good old Ayatollah got his jollies and that's all that really matters, right? Yeah, the religion of peace. The religion of love, Christians in mass need to be praying and fasting against this wickedness. Can you imagine if the 501c3 church actually mobilized to do that and, and actually got a sense of righteous indignation and maybe imprecatory prayers against this kind of wickedness? They could move mountains. I mean, if they were saved... But the church is asleep for the most part. And I don't say that because I think I'm perfect and I'm whatever. But, I mean, wow. I mean, you don't have to be a rock. This is from a Christian website. I got this. It's not like this information's hidden and you can't find it anywhere. Anybody can find this. Yet the church does nothing for the most part. In fact, they're complicit in it. And I've documented that over and over and over again. Um, and by that, I mean the corporate 501c3 corporate churches with the Lutherans and the Catholics and the Methodists and these types of organizations that are bringing them in under the cover of darkness through the United Nations and mass and then putting them in their Islamic enclaves and then, uh, you know, funding them and giving them every type of support and welfare from the government and encourage them, them to breed more and have more kids so they can eventually take over society. Yeah. Um, going forward, a divorced wife loses custody of all children over six years of age or when they exceed it. Testimonies of four male witnesses are required to prove rape against a woman. So a woman has to have 
um, four male witnesses to prove she was actually uh, raped. Most of the time, that'll backfire on her, and um, she will be the one that'll be stoned. I mean, nobody gets treated worse than women in this death cult. Nobody. A woman who has been raped cannot testify in court against her rapists. <laughs> oh, boy. A woman's testimony in court allowed in property cases carries one half the weight of a man's. A female heir inherits half of what the male inherits. Inherits. A woman cannot drive a car as it leads to fitna, which is upheaval. That's in Saudi Arabia. Where it's actually, you know, the, the more and more it, closer it is to Sharia law, the, the stricter they will be. I mean, they'll go around, they'll cane you. They'll, they'll beat you right in the streets. I've seen videos of it beating women who, like, weren't wearing maybe... I don't know, the veil or whatever, or maybe not covered enough. or They believe that every hair that's showing on their head is like a dagger in Allah's eye. So that's why they're covered in those beekeeper outfits. And again, depending on how strict of an interpretation the sect of Islam you're in and where you're at in the world depends on like what you'll see them wearing. You know, some of them... I just have like a scarf some of them then have the full beekeeper suit it just depends where you're at in the sect of islam that you're dealing with here it's all evil but uh, a woman cannot speak alone to a man who is not her husband or relative meat to eat must come from animals that have been sacrificed to allah meaning halal meat so i don't ever buy anything that has that halal label on it and I would not advise you to do it either. Okay, I won't support companies that do that. Um, and you'll see it. It's it's it, the problem is is though there's a lot of different ways they present it, but it's always this Arabic looking weird label on like the back of, you know. I mean, it's cheese or whatever, but the animals or whatever, you know, they'll uh, they always have to have the it labeled in some way. So that the Muslim buying it will, you know, know it's halal meat or halal food. It's, it's, it's um, I don't know, fit for consumption. Because, you know, they're such a wonderful, clean religion. And they have to eat clean food. Muslims should engage in, in Muslims should engage in Takiya, which is, to lie to non-Muslims to advance Islam. And again, Takiya, you know, Allah was the greatest of all deceivers and we want to follow in his footsteps. That's what the Quran teaches. The list goes on and on though. And here's more uh, links. Then there's other links here. The spread of Islam and the bad news. The war against Islam and the good news. And how to stop Islam and, ref and refute Islamophobia. Because that's their biggest argument. Oh, you're Islamophobic. Yeah, you're, you're surely right. I am Islamophobic. I'm, I am evil-phobic. You're right. <laughs> and nothing about the religion is good. It's all evil. Um, so the last thing I have here, I'm just going to do this one part for today. I've got more material, but I started this teaching late. It's 3.08 a.m. where I'm at. And um, it, I, I just... With all the material I have, I probably would end up going till about eight or nine in the morning. That's a little much, you know, for me. I don't know. It's call me crazy. Call me wacky. 
Uh, Al Gore confuses tides with global warming, ocean rise, apocalypse. <laughs> this moron. I'm sorry, but he's... And he expects all of us to be morons. I'm not even saying he buys this. You know, he can't be that stupid. But this is one of the main things I've seen in the last year. You know, the Florida's going to be underwater any minute. And it's already happening. And head for the hills. You know, they're, they're, they're weaving it into shows now where, you know, oh, I'm, I, I got my property appraised in the Keys and, and it, it, it uh, you know, it's, it's, it's worthless. It's all going to be underwater in 10 years. <laughs> lies, total lies. Anyway, uh, he claims fish are swimming in the streets of Miami due to climate change. The sheer idiocy of Al Gore and the climate change cultists never cease to amaze me. Now, according to Al Gore, every time the moon's gravity causes tides to roll in, it's global warming. The global warming apocalypse. And proof that the oceans are catastrophically rising at a rate of nearly one foot per hour in some places. This is when the tides are coming in. Okay. Seriously, this is the science bunk Al Gore is now pushing in the media. In an interview with Fox News on the subject of climate change, Al Gore said, quote, I went down to Miami and saw fish from the ocean swimming in the streets on a sunny day. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even say this seriously. He said the same thing was true in Honolulu two days ago. Just from the high tides because of the sea levels rise. Well, at least in Honolulu they can retreat back to the mountains. You know, there's it's all flat there. I mean, that's where I'm from, basically. South. I was from Southwest Florida. I was on the other coast. But, I mean, it's flat as a board from coast to coast. I mean, there is no hills in that region at all. In the middle part of Florida, there actually are some places. I was so amazed when I drove through there one time. I think it was in Polk County. I could have believed there were some really substantial hills there. In Florida, I don't know why I'm getting into this, but I was just so amazed because I had never seen that in Florida ever. It was really a nice area. Um, and then in the upper part of Florida, there's some more hills, but nowhere like I really saw in that one part. I think it was in Polk County or somewhere near there. Man, it was, well, I don't know. I, I just kind of like, I always thought Florida was all flat, but it actually wasn't. Um... So anyway, uh, he saw fish in Honolulu, and um, because of the sea level rise, we are gonna we are gonna suffer some of these consequences. In a, in the twisted mind of Al Gore, tides are proof that the sea level is rising. Gosh, does that mean that every time the tide rolls out and the water level drops, the climate change is solved? Then, <laughs> well, temporarily. Does Al Gore really think global warming causes sea levels to rise by almost a foot every hour? What was the real explanation for the fish swimming in the streets of Miami? WSVN.com in South Florida originally reported South Florida has been under coastal flood advisory since Monday because of the high astronomical tides due to the lunar cycle. The moon. Okay? The moon influences tidal patterns. According to the National Weather Service, and, and neighborhoods have been dealing with rising and falling waters ever since. But that link was memory hold from the internet because the facts contradicted Alcor's climate change lunacy. But climate change just keeps getting debunked over and over and over, or as far as the global warming thing goes. 
and that doesn't matter. They just bury it and say it's the number one problem on the planet while they let the Muslims, you know, bring the Muslims in to take over and, and do all these other things to absolutely destroy the planet, let Fukushima just go unchecked and chemtrail us and put the GMOs and, and vaccinate us, you know, and, and do all the other stuff they're doing to literally destroy humanity and the planet. But the one thing that's not happening with the global warming, that's the only thing they're going to focus on. This is the insanity of the satanic world we find ourselves in. And when you have something like a supermoon, okay, where, you know, the moon can get closer and farther away, and that's why sometimes the moon will appear a lot larger, and that, those can influence tidal patterns even more. There are some parts of the planet where, like, the tides are, like, it's like 20, 30, 40 feet, rises and fall. I mean, it depends where you're at. And that's every day, and it's been that way for millennia. Okay, so that's another factor there um let's go forward here you can still read the quotes however at rightscoop.com which also reports the national weather service issued a coastal hazard message early monday morning from areas of palm beach county to dade and collier county um which is near where i lived on the southwest coast brad deal a meteorologist at nws in miami said high tides could cause minor flooding through thursday and then slowly withdraw as the moon enters its waning gibbous period not to be confused with waxing gibbous it's the waning gibbous anyway um it says the moon enters different cycles and you see crescent and you know full to these types of things but it's just not the moon causing the streets to turn uh, runny he says runny okay um easterly winds pushing water on shore also do it okay so you gotta have winds this is why when a hurricane comes on shore and the one part of it that's actually pushing towards shore that's the part where you really really got to be especially if it's a strong hurricane that's the part where you're going to have that all the um water coming on shore okay and that's the, the most dangerous part because the flooding kills more people than the winds typically okay the the flood flood surge flood surge that kills more people than anybody Okay, so you could have a moon entering, you know, its gibbous or whatever stage coupled with maybe what if it's a super moon or, or things like this influencing tidal patterns. And then what if you had also easterly winds pushing water on shore? What if you had all these factors going on at the same time? Well, then you could have something that appears, well, it wouldn't appear, it would cause flooding. And good old Al Gore's over there with his arms folded saying, see, we're going to die any minute. It's, it's, it's. It's, it's happening by the hour. It's, it's a foot by the hour. We're, we're all dead. Give us, give us money and take, let us take away all your rights and, let, and give us all your money for global warming carbon taxes or whatever so we can save you from this, this evil when they're the very ones that want to destroy you and depopulate the world to half a billion people according to the Georgia Guidestones, which is the Ten Commandments for the New World Order. They're the same people that want to kill you. Here's a guy that carries around blood with him in a suit, in a briefcase, supposedly because he's a hemophiliac. Most likely because that's what he drinks for, you know, he likes blood. That's what a lot of these devils do at the high levels. They're blood drinkers. That's what Satan wants them to do. You go to an occult ceremony, you're always going to end up drinking blood. Al Gore carries it with him. 
So I'd trust him. I mean, you know, what's not to like? He's a fun guy, a neat guy, life of the party, you know, lampshade on his head kind of guy. So, um, and then he goes on to say, easterly winds pushing water on shore, normal seasonal changes, that's another thing, sea levels rise, and a slower Gulf Stream are also to blame. There's all these other factors. More than I even said that could be blamed. Um, there are all kinds of subtle things that can contribute to higher tides, Deal said. This kind of thing can be hard to predict. Al Gore and other climate change cultists suffer from mass psychosis. While ocean waters are rolling in due to tidal forces, Al Gore doesn't see tides or wind or moon gravity effects. Instead, just like all the other climate change cultists uh, who mass hallucinate everything, he sees climate change causing waters to rise several feet in just a few hours. <laughs> the, the, the polar ice caps are melting so fast that look what happened. It's a foot by the hour how quickly they're they're uh it's kind of funny that the next day they're all back out so what did the polar ice caps re-ice and you know everything's good now i mean this this is just insanity everything i report on anymore is just pure insanity what they're shoving down our throat and what they're expecting humanity to collectively buy. But you know what's really scary? It's for the most part, everything I reported on today, humanity is buying hook, line, and sinker. For the most part, they are. It's working. For the record, even the most alarmist climate change advocates only claim oceans will rise a few feet in a hundred years or so. And that's not even going to happen. And that's the most alarmist climate change idiots. Yet Al Gore stupidly thinks that it all happened Saturday night in Miami right before his very eyes. <laughs> he thinks we're so stupid, though. He can't be that stupid. There's no way. I don't buy it. As the rightscoop.com points out, of course Al Gore would lie about this. Taking the result of a natural phenomenon of wind and lunar cycles and blaming it on climate change, all to keep up the myth by which you, you become filthy rich. As he flies around in his jet with this unbelievable, quote, carbon footprint, just like DiCaprio does, and have their gigantic houses, multiple mansions all over the earth, and they're, and they're, they're creating more, quote, carbon than all of us put together combined, probably all my listeners combined, but see what's you know they know what's best for us there are benevolent you know rulers and they're in the illuminati so they're the frozen chosen and they, they know what we need and <laughs> oh you really have to stand back in awe at the ability of these climate change hustlers to totally spin science bunk with the straight face in the in if the incoming tide on Saturday's proof of sea levels are suddenly rising several feet from global warming, then the sun rising in the morning must be proof that we're all going to fry in a solar apocalypse by Friday. It takes a true lunatic to observe every weather event and leap to the outrageous conclusion that it's all caused by, quote, climate change. So that's all I have for today. Um, I'm like, wow, this is like really two parts. I'm, I'm at a, almost an hour and 40 minutes here so i'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer and probably i'd like to hopefully maybe get another study done on sunday because i've got a lot of information locked and loaded um 
a lot on vaccinations. I mean, uh, this stuff is... I've been compiling the stuff on vaccinations, and I wish I had positive things to report on it. But it, the, the information is so unbelievable. But you need to know about it. I mean, this, this is something that, that literally could be foisted on us, and it is being foisted on us in, incre- in an incremental way. And it is something that um, we do not want to be destroyed for lack of knowledge about because they are literally trying to change us on a genetic level and on a DNA level with vaccine issues alone. I mean, that... And again, it's it's all about the same thing as Genesis 6. What was Satan doing? He was changing humanity on a genetic level. Okay? To the point where eight people and all the animals that were on the ark were the ones that escaped because everything else had been so defiled. God had to hit the reset button. Satan almost pulled it off. But God's always one step ahead of him. But as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. So the vaccines are one of the main ways right now they are trying to change us on a genetic level, change our DNA. We are not, I mean, if we just let them do what they're going to do, we're not going to be human anymore. We're going to be, we're going to be part cyborg, part, part machine, that mark of the beast will be part of that. You know, and then also our DNA will not be fully human anymore. It will be a hybrid mixture, tainted mixture. Um, and it's real tough if you're not fully human anymore to get saved, is all I'm saying. Pretty tough. Because Jesus Christ didn't come back to save Nephilim. He didn't come back to save creatures that aren't fully human. Satan knows that. Okay. And this is why it's so important with this vaccination issue uh, to fully understand what's going on there. I, I wish things weren't so, um, I don't know, grim, but I got to do what I got to do and I got to do my job. And that's one of the main things that God showed me about the vaccination. So I'm going to try to get that done, uh, that study done on Sunday, hopefully, and, and get that up. Um, I'll close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us, Lord. I pray you bless my listeners, Lord. I pray you bless the body of Christ and the innocent, Lord, worldwide, God. I pray for your divine intervention, Lord, and for your mercy, for your angelic protection, Lord, for your angelic intervention. The blood of Jesus Christ be over them, Lord, for your protection, for your wisdom, for your understanding, for your knowledge, for your deliverance, for your providence, Lord, over the body of Christ, Lord over the innocent, over those that will be saved, Lord, because you know the beginning from the end. I, I, I pray, Lord God, that you would expose the evil, Lord, that you would fight against them that fight against you, that you would hedge up the wicked's ways with thorns, that you annihilate the pedophile networks worldwide, Lord God. You annihilate the child sex trafficking rings worldwide. That You annihilate this wicked, evil, Islamic caliphate jihadi movement lord god worldwide that you annihilate the illuminati and lord i know what the bible says lord but i also know lord we're, we're called to pray against wickedness lord we're called to fight evil we're called to be good soldiers for the lord jesus christ and to reprove the unfruitful works of darkness and to have no fellowship with them i pray to god for your victory over them lord god and as a result of what you would do there lord that many would get saved and come to know the Lord Jesus Christ and that your name be glorified. 
I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.